from the DraftKings Sportsbook and Wild Rose Studio. This is Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. And now on 106.3 FM. The PSAs you hear on Miller and Condon and iHeartMedia Des Moines are presented in part by Nick Mick. We take care of our own. Now, here's Miller and Condon. Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. Bottom of the hour, a couple of minutes before that, if we stay on time, Dave Sproul will join us from KASI. If in we a- stay on time. Right, there's no chance. That's one of the most there? asinine things you've said in 25 years of radio. Yeah, there's been a number of them, but that's on top, maybe. <laughs> a good point. Uh, we'll get to Dave Sproul when we get to him. How about that? There we'll, you go. Iowa State, Oklahoma State conversation. We'll give four of our listeners an opportunity to win barbecue in Cla- from Claxons and our picks before noon. By the way, where are you tonight? Going to be up in Johnston. Yep. Yeah, real good game. Indianola, Johnston, two teams. Teams white working to get to the round of 16 tonight. 10.30, we will have the replay of that one. So looking forward to get out there, see the Dragons one more time, and see my first look at Indianola of the season before we get through round of 32 tonight. On to the Sweet 16. Let's get Bama Bob in here. We've got Big Ten coming back. We've got a couple more conferences. Mountain West joins the fray. almost put the Boise State game on there with Utah State, but then I realized Jordan Love's no longer there. Yeah, right. <laughs> I'm not sure what, if it's going to be a good game or not. But anyways, Bama, good to talk to you. We've got a number of games to talk about. How are you? Doing great. And, uh, Miss high school football in Iowa. I'll just start out with that. I loved it the four years I was there, and I'm glad you guys are still covering it and doing a great job because it's important. Yeah, I couldn't agree with you more, Bama. It really is. No doubt about that. Well, we've got some games to discuss. Uh, Wisconsin-Illinois tonight. I'm not I mean, I'm going to watch probably more than I. That's World Series Game Three. Mm. I'm anxious to see Wisconsin. And I'm anxious to see Illinois. They're yeah. both on Iowa's schedule. Um, just real quick, Trent, I'll start with you. Is this going to be a good game? I think it is. I, I think this Illinois team, I think a lot of people are overlooking them. Yes, they pulled the upset last year. It was fluky. Wisconsin was snapping the balls. They're trying to run out the clock with like 12 on the play clock four different times, which is asinine in its own right. But I think this is at least a decent Illinois team, and I think there are more question marks than normal with Wisconsin. Yeah, I, I agree. Think I think it's going to be a somewhat compelling game. It still might be you know, 34-17, the final, something like that, but it's not going to be 44 nothing. Keep your attention. Graham Mertz, Bam, of course, a five-star. He's finally getting his opportunity as Cone gets hurt uh, in training camp. Is this going to be a good game, do you think? Close game? I think I'm with Trent maybe for a half. Mm-hmm. Um, listen, it's big. It's the Big Ten opener. It's at night. Yeah, I mean, come right, on. I'm with you. I mean, what else do you – I mean, that in and of itself uh, moves the needle for me, although I will tell you my sneaky game is opposite of that. Oh, well, save these for later, so there you go. But, yeah, I'll I'll put it this way. I'm into this game more than I'm into the World Series. I just cannot get into the World Series. You're not alone. The numbers are just, uh, they're they're embarrassing. I just can't do it. Okay, well, let's get into these games, Bama. Here's the one, and I I said this uh, on our television show that Trent and I tape at Mediacom. We do this, if you'd only watch one game, and I never include Iowa State games in them because those are first and foremost. But to me, uh, Nebraska-Ohio State, does Ohio State belong with, and I know it's week one, but do they look like they're, they're 
competitive with Clemson and Alabama. And then Nebraska at the same time. I mean, we keep waiting for this team to, you know, to move forward under Scott Frost. This game's got uh, my full attention tomorrow in the early time slot. Uh, help us out with that one, Bama. Yeah, listen, these are the two teams that really pushed for the Big Ten to, to come back and play. And you can say what you want about how the administrators are, oh, we're just going to follow the science and we don't care what the coaches say, blah, blah, blah. I'm not buying that 100%. Uh, these are the two that were out in front that were really critical of the decision not to play. So now that they are playing, they get to open with each other. But Scott Frost, year three, he's been – He's been a, a disappointment at Nebraska. There's no other way to put it. He's, I think he's 9-15. and 15. He's 6-12 mm-hmm. and 12 in the Big Ten. Uh, he's, Adrian Martinez is his third year now. I mean, Scott Frost is supposed to be a quarterback whisperer, so let's see what Adrian Martinez has. And uh, if Listen, it's an only an eight-game season. There's, there's so many factors that are going to weigh into success this year. But if this team goes 3-5 and five, or, Lord forbid, 2-6, and six, He's going to be on the hot seat next year. On the other side, Justin Fields. I mean, Georgia, I guarantee you there's so many people at Georgia wish they had him. I think Ohio State is in that Alabama-Clemson realm. I think they're the third team that has really kind of elevated and separated themselves. But they're going to get a chance to prove it. Um, I think if they get a chance tonight that they'll put the hammer down for that very reason. Um, A lot of times – you know, you pull off at the end of games with such a short season and with, I think, two spots open, just, you know, to group of five teams, to really anybody, to a second team in the SEC, whoever, Ohio State's really going to want to make a statement with all eyes on them tomorrow. So I I don't know that the game's going to be all that competitive. I hope it is. But if if they get a chance, I think, to put the hammer down, Ohio State's going to do it. Trent? I think uh, we're going to see points in this one. You know, the opt-back ins for Ohio State are, are a huge, huge deal here. But just thinking of some of the sloppiness we've seen in the early portions of the season, and especially on the defensive side of the football, we know Nebraska has got question marks on that side. Ohio State's going to be able to go up and down the field. And I just have that memory of two years ago when Nebraska had the Buckeyes on the ropes in Columbus, and, and this is obviously going to be a different kind of environment here. I don't know. I, I just have a feeling. Cornhuskers are going to play better than a lot of people certainly in this state anticipate. Interesting. Well, let's go to the Big 12, Trent. We're going to bounce all over. Uh, Oklahoma has not played since the Texas game. The Red River rivalry was, what, two weeks ago, so mm-hmm. it's been a while uh, for them. Uh, TCU-Oklahoma this is a pretty big game for both of these schools as they try and you know, climb through the Big 12 standings. They're both 1-2 and two going into this one, TC. Fourth quarter meltdowns. That's been the Oklahoma. case for Oklahoma. Yeah. Two lost games with Kansas State and Iowa State. And the other one giving up the lead to Texas, ultimately winning in overtime. I think you're going to see a more buttoned-up Oklahoma team. I think you're going to see some of those improvements we've seen defensively continue here after the bye week. I think Oklahoma is going to go down to Fort Worth, a very workmanlike type of victory as they win it by 10-14. to 14. Now, How about you, Bama? Uh, I think it might be a little tighter than that. Listen, mm. I'm going to have to see Spencer Rattler, uh, you know, do it like you mentioned, fourth quarter meltdowns. I mean, they've lost, they could be undefeated right now easily if not for that, and they're not. And the reason a lot of it is, is you know, a couple questionable decisions that got lucky against Texas, um, questionable decision by Lincoln Riley, but he's going to have to stop making mistakes at crucial times. He's got all the talent in the world. He's got a big arm. He's just young. Gary Patterson 
I mean, he kind of feasts on these kind of guys. Uh, he's had a while to prepare for it. Um, both these teams, if they lose this game, I think they're, they, they know that they're done with a third loss in the Big 12 with, you know, a couple of undefeated teams playing each other this week. Um, the winner's going to kind of maybe crawl back in it a little bit because somebody obviously is going to lose in Stillwater. So, um, look, I, I like, I like Oklahoma in the game. I think just from a talent standpoint, I think it's going to be a little closer. And to me, it's all because what is Gary Patterson going to do to be able to, uh, you know, rattle Rattler, if you want to put it that way. It's a bad pun. But uh, Oklahoma has to run the ball, I think, a little better. They have had really nothing in the run game. And I just think that that's, you know, they're going to, he's going to need some help, but. Maybe the bye week they'll be able to get some of that. They've drawn something up. We'll see. Bama, give us 20 seconds. Trent and I have been talking about it all week, but uh, 6 versus 17, Iowa State. A lot of people think that they're the better team as they'll head to Stillwater. Both of these uh, schools unbeaten uh, in the Big 12. They are two of the three, the other being K-State. Iowa State on the road in Stillwater. Do you have an opinion on that game at all, Bama? Yeah, other than the, the 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 clash in Minneapolis, this is my game of the week. I mean, and it's probably one A, one B. I'm just I'm glad. I, listen, I've been on Iowa State all year. Um, I know you guys are much closer to that program than I am. I love Purdy. I love the running back. I think they've got a legit defense. Uh, Oklahoma State. We saw them against Tulsa week one. We're like, oh gosh, they're overrated. Well, yep. Tulsa turned out to be pretty good. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, I think this is not going to be the typical up-and-down Big 12 game. I think there will be defense. Oklahoma State, you know, there's going to be fans in the stand. There's going to be uh, a little bit of an environment. I give them a slight edge, but, man, I I just – I'm so glad to see what were we, week five, week six, whatever we are, that it's not all about Oklahoma and Texas. There are two other teams in in the Big 12 that play real football, and they're going to be a factor in it. So uh, I'd probably give the Cowboys a bit of an edge, but uh, you know where my heart lies in this. Yeah, I, I'm with you. I think it's going to be a low-scoring game. We'll, we'll see. Uh, uh, Trent, Notre yeah. Dame-Pitt, any opinion on that game? Notre Dame was not uh, – no. they, they didn't look good against Louisville. You know, Pitt, their strength is up front. The Notre Dame offensive line is their strength on the other side. We'll see if Kenny Pickett can go. If Pickett plays, I think we could get an entertaining game. If he doesn't, though, uh, we saw the quarterback yeah. play last week against Big Miami. Just off. not good. Pitt starts three and zero, goes zero and three here over the last three weeks. That's just pit, pit football in a <laughs> nutshell here. Kind of a yuck game. I think forty two and a half is the number in the uh, total here. Has that fine, kind of dreary uh, late afternoon fall day. Uh, Bama, I don't know what to make of Notre Dame. Where are they ranked right now? Aren't third they top five. Yeah, they're third in the country. They're third. They're a fake third. Then yes, they are. I don't. They Bama, are, I'm yeah. just. If they're God's team, God must hate football. Oof. Bam, I, I don't like them. I mean, they might win this week, but yeah. I'm I'm certainly not convinced. I'm with you, and if, I think if the quarterback plays for Pitt, I mean, I'm grabbing those ten in a in a heartbeat because they look. There, there's a term in English soccer that I'm sure you're not familiar with. When you get a boring game, they call it a damp squid, and this to me has a damp squid kind of game written all over it. Just boring, dull. Um, you know, that Louisville game last week was just unwatchable. It was terrible. Um, it was awful. And, mm-hmm. I'm, you know, you talked about Book from the very beginning of the season, Ken, how you didn't see it. And I, I really didn't either, uh, although I hadn't paid, you know, a ton of attention to it. He's done nothing to show me, oh, okay, this guy's for real. And, and look, Brian Kelly, I guess all you can do is, is win the games you play, you know, teams are in front of you. But that game last week really should have been an eye-opener because – they just look like a 
middling ACC team right now, and that's not anywhere near the number three team in the country. By a mile. But, I mean, you talked about it. You're the other game that you're you won in your 1A, it's the night game. Uh, so I was watching Arkansas State and Appy State last night, and at some point during the game, the announcers were talking about Harbaugh's got a quarterback. Harbaugh's got a quarterback. Joe Milton's his name. <laughs> he was there last year. He didn't play a ton. He's a big kid. He's 6'5", 200, and almost 40 pounds. Uh, I don't know if he's got a quarterback. We'll see tomorrow night. How about this game, Bama? The Gophers as a home dog hosting Harbaugh and the Wolverines. Yeah, this is this is my... Like I said, you know, early it's Oklahoma State and Iowa State and late. I love that this game is played at night. It's going to be cold, possibility of snow. I really wish the stadium could be full because it would be a great environment. And listen, you mentioned Joe Milton. I mean, I read something that this is, he's been there, Harbaugh has been there five years. The first time he's going to start with one of his recruits under center to start a season. Um, that's been their issue. Now, they, they were, they were better last year. They kind of started off slow, got really good in the middle of the year with a lot of that young talent. But then they, what do they do at the end of the year? They lose to Ohio State. They lose to Alabama. If you're Michigan and you want to be in that, you want to crack that big three of Ohio State, Clemson, Alabama, you need to show it on the field. They haven't done it. We talked about Minnesota. I mean, they, they do have uh, Robertson back. I mean, that, that was that – was, I'm sorry, Bateman. Bateman, yep. Back. And – and, you know, Tanner Morgan at quarterback. Now, they lost Winfield, and we see what he's doing in the NFL right now. So he was huge for that team. Um, listen, I think this is a toss-up. I, there, there's there's no way I would bet this game. I think Michigan has more talent. I do, I'm do. i anxious to see what Milton really looks like. Does he really have a quarterback? Um, and if he plays well in this game, can Maybe the eight-game season will help him because it seems like for eight games a year, Michigan's great. It's just the other four that they stink. So maybe with eight games, they'll be better. But I'm, I, I just can't wait for this one. And uh, I'm, I'm, I'm rooting for Minnesota. Michigan's got more talent. There's no way I'd, I'd bet this game to for love of money. Uh, Trent, before we get your take, I know you've got some breaking news mm-hmm. concerning Purdue, Iowa tomorrow. Yes, this uh, comes from Mike Carmen, the beat writer for the uh, newspaper out in West Lafayette. Purdue wide receiver Rondell Moore out versus Iowa, according to the school. No additional mm. information available. No oh. Rondell Moore. A sigh of relief, but remember... David Bell. David Bell still there. He's still there, who had almost 200 yards receiving. Uh, Michigan, uh, Minnesota. Love this game. And I love this pick. The only lingering question is, P.J. Fleck has been very not uh, untransparent about what's happening with COVID. There's been so many rumblings about that. That's where my concern is. I just think Minnesota's a lot better than Michigan. And I'm getting a field goal. It seems too easy, almost in that fact. Offense is better. Defense, there's big question marks for the Gophers there. I think this is going to be a shootout. I love the over, even with the bad weather that they're anticipating in Minneapolis. But right now, on paper, you take the helmets away. Minnesota's a better football team. Uh, more college football breaking news. Army-Navy will not be played in Philadelphia. It's been moved to West Point. I'm in. Oh, I, I actually oh, like that oh, better. Yes. Don't you, Bama? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> right? Bucket list. Yeah, indeed. Uh, Bama, let's move on. Uh, AAC, a couple of undebe- unbeaten teams is what I'm trying to say. Cincinnati and SMU. Give me a minute on this game. It's going to get overlooked, Bama. I understand with the Power Five being back. Uh, but one of these teams maybe. Um, I may find their way into one of these uh, New Year's Six Bulls. Any take on this one? 
Yeah, this is the one, you know, what, number 916. Cincinnati might be legit top 10. I don't know. Um, they're both undefeated, as you mentioned. Really not a lot. You really look at the schedule. Neither one of them has a ton of what you would call, you know, good wins or, you know, eye-opening wins or whatever. Uh, SMU was taken to overtime by Tulane last week, but you're right. Both, I think this is this is this is a Fiesta Bowl play-in, really, if yeah. you want to look at it that way. Could be. I think these, now we'll we'll see what Boise does, you know, and BYU. I think still in that conversation mm-hmm. as well, obviously. But um, I think the winner of this is still obviously in the in the mix for a Fiesta Bowl. The loser. Probably not. Trent, I know you like this game. I do. I think it's going to be uh, an entertaining game, a fun one here. I think Cincinnati's the right team, though. Uh, they were my pick before the season in the American, and I just like that they feel like they're a little bit more complete team, even with Sugar Shane Bouchelle out there chug- chugging around for, for SMU. I think Cincinnati's the right side on the road. Uh, Tennessee fired the defensive coordinator after they were shellacked by Kentucky last <laughs> week, Bama Bob. Uh, and his first, uh, his first uh, contest will be trying to come up with a plan to limit Alabama. Not going to be easy. Trent, we'll start with you, Bama, Tennessee. Yeah, it's uh, a game that I always knew growing up the third Saturday in October, though we're going to be hitting the fourth Saturday in October this year for this game. It changes just a little bit in 2020. I went to this game in 2009, went to Alabama. It was the, uh, the year that Saban's first national championship at Alabama and I just didn't understand the the hatred on both sides. It didn't feel like the same kind of rivalry that you got when it was an Alabama-Auburn. What do you get with some of the big hatred rivalries? Bama, you could fill us in more here. This is a rivalry that I think doesn't get the national attention. Maybe it should just because of the dislike on both sides. Why is that? Well, it goes back to you know Bear Bryant, uh, Johnny Majors, uh, Neyland, who the you know, the, it really goes back to the 60s. Um, they had some just really nasty games uh, that the two teams played with each other. And, and listen, up until Nick Saban got there, it was competitive. You know, it was, uh, you know, one side to win one year and another side to win another. Maybe they win a couple in a row. The other side to come back and win a couple. It kind of flipped in the Peyton Manning era since Nick Saban's been there, and especially the last few years under Derek Dooley. And then I think the it was. The 9 game you went to, I think, was the only year they had Lane Kiffin. That was the, the two-block field goal. It was, yeah, with Big Cody in the actually. middle. Yeah, mm. Big Cody blocking it with his armpit. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, it, it was just it, – it, it's always been a big rivalry and a fierce rivalry. But as, you know, Kenny has said in the past, a hammer and a nail don't have a rivalry. And in the last few – you know, especially in the last decade since Nick Saban's been there, it's been one-sided, and I, it's going to be one-sided tomorrow. I mean, I think. Uh, I know, do, too. Give me Alabama in the points. It's 21, 21 and a half. I might buy it down, you know, to 20 and a half just to cover that three-touchdown thing, but I don't think it's going to be competitive. I see no way that they can stop this defense. They can simplify it, whatever they want to do. Alabama just has way too much talent for Tennessee. Um you know, the Tennessee quarterback has been so inconsistent. Mm-hmm. He's tough. I like him. But I think this I think this is a get better game for Alabama's defense because we saw it in the second half against Georgia and now I think you're gonna maybe see kind of a complete defensive effort from Alabama. And if you get that and pair it with that offense, this team is scary. Sneaky good game, Trent Condon, as we're running late. Sneaky good game this weekend. Let's go late night. It's not 
Pac-12 after dark, but it is. At least there's late night. There is late night football. Exactly. It's uh, Hawaii going to Fresno. A little Mountain West action. think it'll be a close game there. And there's just something about the Rainbow Warriors that I always like to watch them. We won't watch them. I don't think it's on TV. Well, I'll find a way. There's always an illegal stream out there. Plus, it's 6.30 as opposed to, you know, the normal 9, 9.30 or even midnight game and trying to get right after a rough weekend of picking games. But uh, there's one if you're looking for something deep down the docket, Hawaii at Fresno. Family, it sounds like you're going deep down the docket tonight. I'm guessing it's uh, in your backyard. It is. It's in a team that you're familiar with, uh, Raging Cajuns. Louisiana Lafayette ranked 23rd undefeated, going into Legion Field to play UAB tonight, 7 o'clock, CBS Sports Network. If you're if you're not going to go out and support high school football, if you have to stay in, if you're tired of the World Series, you know, flip this one over between the Big Ten and this game. I think it's going to be good. What Bill Clark has done at UAB, that's a, that's a coach's name that you need to pay attention to because what he has done, they killed that program. He stayed there through it. He's had him in a bowl game. He's won a conference championship. They're 4-1 and one this year. They're an entertaining team. They're going to face a really tough test tonight. This game's been between 2 and 3 all week. Um, I think it's going to be a fun game. So if you are bored of baseball and if <laughs> Wisconsin-Illinois gets out of hand, flip it over to watch the uh, Cajuns and the Blazers. I will not see one play of my sneaky good game as the Hawks and the Clones are on at the same time as them. Penn State-Indiana. A lot of folks yeah, think yeah. this Indiana team's got a pulse yeah. and maybe Penn State's got some warts. We'll see. Bama, we'll recap it with you on Monday at the same time. Thank you for what you do for us. Have a wonderful weekend, Bama Bob. Thank you. You as well, guys, and enjoy it always. Good to talk to you. Bama Bob talking college football uh, with Trent and I. Dave Sproul and I with State next. Claxon's still to come as well, but right now it's time for another $1,000 handoff. Text the keyword BANK to 200-200 right now. Chance to win $1,000. BANK to 200-200. You'll get a confirmation text and info. Standard data and message rates apply in this nationwide contest. Iowa State, Okie State, winner in the driver seat towards Dallas. We'll see if Dave feels the same way I do. Miller and Condon till noon. Des Moines Sports Station, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM. We supply the sports. The beer is up to you. 1460 AM, 106.3 FM. This is KXNO. Business owners, real estate agents, are you looking for an experience, proven, and locally owned partner in central Iowa for your commercial construction needs? Make it Roshan Corporation. Roshan Corporation will guide you through options to make your dreams a reality. Roshan, your general contractor who can build anything from small tenant improvement spaces to large-scale design-build projects. It's Roshan Corporation. Online at RoshanIA.com. If you can dream it, we can build it. Welcome back. Point Sports Station, 1460 KXNO. Dave Sproul momentarily. Claxon still to come. Just scrolling on Twitter. Des Moines Buccaneers play tonight. Wow. Wells Fargo Arena, 6 o'clock. If Good you're a hockey them. fan, it's great that they're starting the season. Mm-hmm. 
and do so at Wells Fargo after derecho made it impossible for Buccaneer Arena to be ready on time. So the Bucks are in action tonight at 6. Dave Sprow, KASI in Ames 1430. That's where Iowa State plays in Story County. Dave, Trent, and Ken, thank you for coming on. Uh, feels like a really big game. We've been talking about it all week in those uh, along those lines, Dave Sprow. Uh, boy, oh boy, this is... Um, I think a lot of people around the country will be watching this one. Two teams from the Big 12, both on top of the conference, uh, huge ramifications. I know it's early, but boy, oh boy, they can punch a ticket and really make it difficult uh, for teams to uh, make up some ground. Yeah, absolutely. You know, I, I listen to a lot of college football podcasts that mostly focus on national stories and the biggest games of the week, and this one's getting a fair amount of attention from those I've listened to. And uh, I think, uh, you know, a, a lot of eyes will be on this game because the the Big 12 is so wide open right now, and Oklahoma State and Iowa State both kind of dark horses for the college football playoff. I don't want to get carried away by throwing that out there, but, you know, the winner of that game comes out there with a huge leg up on the Big 12 title race, and if you can win the Big 12, you, you can make an argument at least for, for a college football playoff first. So, uh, that's uh, you know going to draw a lot of eyeballs, and the only mitigating factor maybe nationally is the return of the Big Ten, and that's getting a lot of attention. But other than that, this is one of the big games nationally of the week. Hey, it's great to see, and uh, the pub for Iowa State as a program that has happened along with it. Ken and I both love the Cyclones' chances this week. Dave, what concerns you from a Cyclone perspective going into this game the most? Uh, you know, we've talked about it before the secondary has concerned me a bit, especially dating back to the TCU game. I think you can go even, even back to the Louisiana game. They were a little susceptible there. And mm-hmm. Aishim Young is going to miss the first right. half. He's a, a freshman who got the call for targeting in the last game. And so he's going to be out for the first half. And Coach Campbell didn't want to sound any uh, alarms on that when he talked about that with the media this week because, you know, he feels good about some of the other guys that have been part of that rotation, too. But that could be a factor, and I think with Spencer Sanders, if he's uh, as healthy as Oklahoma State uh, says he is, that's going to change things for their offense. They're going to be clicking on a, a level that we might not have seen from the Cowboys thus far this season because of, because of his injury, uh, and there's been a long layoff for him to get back and healthy, and that'll add another dimension to that Oklahoma State offense. So I'm going to be looking at that matchup uh, at least early to see how that shakes out. And Oklahoma State's got an elite receiver. He was on the Bolitnikoff list last year when you know all of those college uh, former college football receivers that are now making a major impact in the NFL, all those rookies, and Wallace was listed amongst them. He's back. That's the matchup to me, Dave, is who's going to try and uh, limit uh, Tylen Wallace, the gifted wide receiver out of Oklahoma State. Sheem Young not being there uh, is a is is a blow. I think it's got to be Tavon Kyle that gets that assignment. Uh, we've been harping about him for a while. I think he's up to the task, but boy, it's going to be a difficult task trying to limit Wallace. I think Lawrence White is another guy to watch out for mm-hmm. there, too, uh, when it comes to the coverage. And then, you know, keep an eye on Greg Guysworth. If he's, you know, drifting back or, or playing a little bit deeper to, to double coverage or roll over that way if the, the play calls for it. Uh, that'll be interesting to see how Iowa State handles that matchup. But, you know, Oklahoma State, there are no thoughts in the other receiver positions, too, but Wallace is definitely a step uh, above the rest. Big-time players, certainly. One thing we've talked about, the offensive line, how how much better than, especially with the injuries they played, than I think a lot of people thought for Iowa State. About the injury front with Downing and everybody else up there, what are you hearing, how healthy they are, and just the development this group has made? 
Yeah, Downing's going to be out for a while, it sounds like. Mm-hmm. I think Matt Campbell said at least a couple more weeks, and I wouldn't bet on the, the, that short of a turnaround time for him, uh, given Campbell's nature to underplay uh, injury situations. Uh, but uh, the rest of the guys who are stepping up, they're part of a couple of recruiting, recruiting classes that, that Matt Campbell has been very enthusiastic about the last couple of seasons. And, you know, they've just been getting up to speed and getting their strength up and getting into a position where they can physically compete in the Big 12. But they're still a young group, uh, but the, the talent level is there. And, and Matt Campbell has been asked about him the last couple of seasons, and he's said nothing but, but positive, almost raving uh, about that group in a way that uh, he seldom raves about. Uh, players or position groups. So um, there was certainly a lot of optimism for Iowa State for, for that group to, to play well, but to come in and, and kind of do it on the fly and do it in the midst of injuries uh, makes it that much more impressive. Uh, deciphering Matt Campbell the way you've grown accustomed to trying to do, what do you think he's, uh, what, what's he said about Tariq Milton that would lead you to believe either way that he is or he isn't ready to go tomorrow? I would say he's probably not ready to go tomorrow. That, that'd be my lean. He's, talked about being day-to-day. He talked on Tuesday about uh, Wednesday being a day that would probably determine whether uh, Milton would be good to go. And he throws out a term like day-to-day. I'm pretty pessimistic about about a guy's availability. I I could be surprised. Maybe we'll see him out there in in some capacity, but I'd be a little bit surprised if he's healthy enough to make a major contribution to the game. Uh, If it goes Iowa State's way on Saturday, will we be crediting the defense with shutting down, you know, Hubbard, the running back, obviously, and Sanders comes back and Wallace, or will we be crediting uh, Brock Purdy for leading his team? Is this a Purdy game, do you think, potentially in your mind? I I tend to think it has to be. I I thought the same about the Oklahoma game, and he wasn't especially great in that one. Uh, So maybe he doesn't have to be a perfect a perfect quarterback to win, but he's got to be on a pretty high level. And if you can get him and Brees Hall both going, complimenting mm-hmm. each other, keeping the off the defense off the field so those guys stay fresh, that'll be a, a you know an ideal situation for for Iowa State. So for Purdy, he's just got to play within himself, make the smart play, don't take too many big risks into double coverage. In fact, zero risks into double coverage yep. probably would be the smart. Yep. If you get Kohler one on one with a guy, sure, give it a shot. Xavier Hutchinson, give it a shot one on one. That's that's a worthwhile risk, but he can't be risking double throws into double teams because Oklahoma certainly had the opportunity yep. to make him pay for that, and they didn't. And Oklahoma State, if they get that opportunity, I imagine that uh, bad luck is going to catch up with Purdy if that's the case. Yeah, I'm with you. The Oklahoma game, he got lucky. I didn't see a lot of 50-50 balls. I thought that uh, you know he corrected that uh, for Texas Tech the last time we saw this uh, team on the field. Well, we'll see them tomorrow with 2.30. Going to be a class. Spencer Sanders and, and uh, Spencer Sanders. Spencer Tillman and Tim Brando. Trent, mm-hmm. is that what yes. you said? Yep. Good stuff. Good crew. Dave, we'll uh, recap it on Monday after you get off the Matt Campbell teleconference. Conference. We'll uh, do so about uh, 11.25, 11.30-ish on Monday. Thank you, Dave. Sounds great. Appreciate That's it. Enjoy the game. Dave Sproul, K-A-S-I. Uh, they've got, imagine, I should have asked Dave this, damn it. Uh, SEP and Ames tonight, right? Yeah, yeah. Those two teams uh, face off, and yeah, I'm, I'm going to guess that they're going to be there with the Ames radio coverage. Also, a game you can check out on the Central Iowa Sports Network. CISN will have that They've one. They got that game. They got four games uh, this week, uh, including the Ankeny matchup. You have the Dowling matchup with Sioux City North, and also Waukee welcomes in Linmar as we play the round of 32. And also welcome aboard uh, buddy Andy Woodley out at Sinorama. is going to jump aboard with our high school football coverage here the rest of the way. Thanks to Andy for hopping on, and he uh, told me, 
hey, before Ross goes to Vegas, make sure he gets that spot done. He wanted Ross to voice that one. So thanks to Andy, though, and Sinorama. Always a huge supporter in that Woodley family of high school sports. All right, I'll just text Sproud, Dave Sproud, just to make sure that they've got that. But right now, we're going to open up the phone lines. The first four callers at 284-5966, 284-5966. Yes, Dave Sproud says he's got Ames and Southeast Polk, so KSI will carry that game tonight. First four callers right now will play for an opportunity to win 35 and 25 dollars worth of Claxon's barbecue that is next our pick still to come if you're getting a ring by the way you four callers stay right there we'll come right to you for getting a busy signal you'll have to wait until next week Claxon's next Miller and Condon till noon 1460 KXNO 106 Miller and Condon welcome back to Moines Sports Station 1460 KXNO 106.3 FM let me tell you about our friends Claxon's barbecue in Altoona In business for about 25 years, a restaurant that makes it 25 years, they're doing something right. Claxon's is great barbecue. You can find them online, the menu, the hours, everything. ClaxonBBQ.com. ClaxonBBQ.com. Claxon's in Altoona. Just about, oh, I don't know, 150 feet maybe from the south entrance of Prairie Meadows. Really, is between Prairie Meadows entrance and Walmart. Boom. Boom. It's right there. Claxons. Zach, Tyler, Steve, and Dan, in this order, will give you four games and a tiebreaker. The tiebreaker, fellas, so you can spend some time on this one. Total runs in the World Series this weekend. All three games. All three games. That's the tiebreaker. Total runs. Zach is up first. Zach, welcome to the program. How are you? Everything is good here. How are you, fellas? Doing fine. Uh, let's get right to it. Iowa is a three-point fa- three-and-a-half-point favorite at Purdue. Yes, sir. Taking Iowa on that one. Iowa State gets three and a half from the Cowboys of Oki State. Staying at Homer Pick, taking the Cyclones. All right. Ohio State gives 26 and a half to the Huskers. We get a backdoor cover. I'll take Nebraska. <laughs> backdoor, okay. Uh, Michigan, two and a half at Minnesota tomorrow night. The Gophers. Tiebreaker, Zach. All all three games, total runs, closest without going over in the World Series, Friday, Saturday, Sunday this weekend. 29. Zach, have a good weekend. Thank you. I appreciate it. I appreciate you chiming in, and Claxons continues with Tyler. Hi, Tyler. Hi, how are you? Good. Uh, I was a three-and-a-half-point favorite over the Boilers. Um, No Brom, no more, no shot. I'll go with the Hawks. <laughs> all right. Um, I- you know, I just look, just looked, and uh, it, they took it off the board on William Hill, and DraftKings still has it up at minus three, so I just locked and loaded on DraftKings on the Hawks. Interesting. Trent said the same thing. Got to be quick. I got William Hill and uh, DraftKings before they took it down there. Uh, Iowa really? State gets three and a half, Tyler, uh, at Oklahoma State. Uh, I'll be different and go with uh, Okie State. All right. Ohio State, 26.5 point favorite over Nebraska. Nebraska. Michigan, a two-and-a-half-point favorite over the Gophers. Michigan. And total runs in the World Series this weekend, all three games closest without going over. Uh, 23. Tyler, have a good weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Steve is with Miller and Condon. Hi, Steve. Hey, guys. How are you? Good, thank you. Iowa, three-and-a-half-point favorite over Purdue. Hawks. Iowa State gets three-and-a-half from the Cowboys. Close. Ohio State, 26-and-a-half over the Huskers. The Ohio State University. All right. Michigan gives two-and-a-half to the Gophers. 
Row the boat. Row the boat. I'm with you. I hope they win. Uh, total runs, World Series, all three games this weekend, Steve. Closest without going over. 24. Steve, have a good weekend. You too, guys. Thank you. And Dan brings Claxons to a close. Hey, Dan. How are we doing? Good, fine. Thank you. Iowa, three-and-a-half point favorite over Purdue. I'm going to go Purdue. Iowa State, three-and-a-half over Oklahoma State. Uh, gets three-and-a-half from Oklahoma State. Iowa State. Ohio State gives 26-and-a-half to Nebraska. OSU. Michigan, two-and-a-half over the Gophers. Michigan. Total runs in the World Series, all three games this weekend. Closes without going over, Dan. Hey, what did that first guy say? Uh, he was high, 20, 29. 29. You know what, boys? I'm going to do it. Give me one. <laughs> there you go. Love it. Price is right. Price is right. Dan, have a good weekend. Thank you. Thank you. Good to talk to you. And thank you to Claxons 3131 8th Street Southwest in Altoona. Both of us coming off winning weeks. Haven't been able to say that very often. <laughs> Three and two for both of us last week. Trent, you have the lead in the contest, and the tee box is yours. Take it away. 17 12 and 1 against the number on the years. We kick things off here with our five picks each and every week, along with our best bet. With the college game, let's start in the SEC where Ole Miss welcomes in Auburn. The Tigers are a train wreck. Ole Miss, though, kind of a train wreck of their own. Awful defensively. This feels like a Gout Melzon game where he bounces back after a bad performance. Lay the three in the hook and take Auburn. Pick number two. I have loved this game all week long. I am surprised that I'm getting a field goal. I'll take those Gophers plus the three at home for Michigan. Gophers are the better team. Let's go over to the NFL for a couple of picks, a couple of hold your nose and hope in the NFL. That's what you do in the middle portion of the season. Started with Carolina, getting seven and a half. Yes, I know the Saints are coming off the bye. I think Carolina a lot better than what they looked last week against the Bears. I'll grab a little more in a touchdown with the Panthers. And speaking of holding your nose, I'm going to fall on the sword. Give me the Jets. Oh, no. Plus 12 and a half. Power numbers say this should be a nine and a half point game. I'll do it. Give me the Jets plus 12 and a half against Buffalo. We finish up with my best bet of the week. Put my money where my mouth is. Iowa State's better than Oklahoma State. Give me the three and a half. Iowa State, my best bet of the week, along with Auburn, Minnesota, Carolina, and the Jets. So, uh, regarding that Buffalo Jets game, it's 12 and a half at a lot of places. It's 13 at South Point. It's 11 and a half at Circa. So you get to shop around. You can yeah. get the 12 and a half. But, uh-oh. Let's go to the college first. Uh, I'm going to take in the uh, Battle of North Carolina, North Carolina, North Carolina State. Uh, the Tar Heels are a 16.5-point favorite. They got it going too late last week and could not come back and complete the deal against Florida State. I think the rivalry will push them over the top. I'm going to lay the 16.5. I know it's a lot of points. I think Carolina's a better football team than State. I know Bama's a better football team than Tennessee. 20.5 is the number on this game. I'm going to lay it to play it, as Lee Sterling would say. I think Bama shuts them out. I don't think I don't see Tennessee scoring more than maybe ten at most. At most, I think Bama crushes them in the pro game. As we mentioned, Trent, I'm going to shop around. Circus Sports has the Bills only having to give up eleven and a half. I'm going to lay the eleven and a half. Uh, Jets are being their putrid. They're as bad a team as we've seen in the NFL in a long time. Conversely, Tampa last week had as good a game as we've seen in a long time. They pounded the Packers. There's a lot of uh, concern about the Raiders' offensive line as that entire unit had to shut down uh, due to a COVID scare uh, amongst that position group. Tampa's only a three-and-a-half-point favorite. I will take the Buccaneers. My best bet of the week is also in the Big 12. It's also in the Sooner State. 
Well, this game's actually in Fort Worth. But it's a team from Oklahoma. I think Oklahoma, who haven't played since the Red River River rivalry game, I think they get back on track here. I know that they've been prone to give up leads in the fourth quarter, not this week. Oklahoma minus 6.5 at TCU Bills, Tampa, Bama. And UNC. You've got high school football tonight. The game will air at 10.30. Indianola at Johnston, correct? You got that right. Right after Joe, Joe Stacy the crew finish and company. Indeed. All right, so sound off tomorrow. If you're a Cyclone fan, sound off here at 7.30. Hawkeye sound off down the dial at 10.40. Jethro sponsors them both. They'll get underway roughly the same time, I would imagine. 7.30-ish. Uh, for both Iowa State and Iowa. Fun week. It is a fun week. Big Ten is back. Iowa State, huge game. Enjoy it. Miller and Condon, 1460 KXNO, 106.3 FM.